Welcome. Welcome everyone to Proactive. This is the podcast where we dive deep into the realms of productivity. This is not a podcast about just being productive at business. This is a podcast where you get to decide and chat with the experts about actually how to produce your best life, how to both be and do in your life and do it from a place of success and play. So let's get started and meet our hosts. We have myself, I am Dr. Tina. We have Richie and we got Arthur. So hey. say hello guys. Hey, how are you doing? Hi. Hey. Excited, excited. I am too. First Notice podcast. we got two boys and one girl because girl energy needs two guys to balance it. Sorry, but hey, hey. that's hey, how we true. roll. That's how true. we roll. Three times have changed these days over the yep. last 20, 30 years. Women rule the world. That's what it's yeah. about. No, if women rule the world, we'd have paradise. We'd have Garden of Eden right now. But <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. So tell me, Richie, you have this great idea for a podcast. Tell me what producing your best life means to you. So it's really interesting. So my background is, is psychology and uh, I'm ex-military as well. So I spent 15 years in the army and really it was it was all about learning from other people learning from experience is, is what I found. But with the military, anyone out there who's listening, you're kind of, you're stuck in this box, but you're always told you need to think outside of that box. So I was injured and I sadly had to leave. And I said to myself, Hey, you know, what, what can I do? What, what am I, who am I and what can I achieve? So I'm a father of six. I have stepchildren and my own children. And my wife and I have six children between ourselves. Um, so being productive to me isn't just about the the monetary side of things. It's not just about the career side of things, but it's also about being productive as a father and a husband and the family, the family unit is what we call it. So there's really three prongs for myself when it comes to productivity. I need to be productive at making money so that we have a roof over our head, food in our stomach. I need to be productive as, as a husband and as a father. So it really, it really has a diverse meaning. And I know throughout our podcast and the episodes, we're going to delve into a lot of it. Um, and we're going to have different shows that, that talk about different things. Um, but yeah, for me, productivity is really the, the output of, of happiness that I can create for those around me. And that's what I've learned over time, certainly through the psychology is that, if you can create happiness inside yourself, then you will express that happiness to those around you. So for me, productivity means how much happiness can I share? Mm, I love that. What a great definition of productivity. And yeah, you are radiant energy, right? Radiating your light mm. to the world and you're being Thank a role you. model for your kids. You're mm. being a connection for your spouse. Yeah. And you're being an example for everyone around you. So thank you. That's just yeah. really awesome. I like that definition. Mr. Arthur, what is productive for you? What is, what is, how does being productive light you up? It, it's along the lines of what Richie said, frankly, Tina, and it has to do with thinking about what you want and what makes you happy and how you could help other people and then delivering on that commitment and the promise. 
And that encompasses being in touch with your feelings, being in touch with your mind, your heart, your body, uh, and what you want to send out, what message in your in your words, Tina, what you want to send into the universe. And you try to radiate that. And uh, then, you know, I have an accounting, which, you know, I have an accounting and finance background. So that goes to regimentation. So, you know, I use all sorts of tools to manage time and uh, get get on track, set goals and uh, try to be aligned with that so I could deliver on my personal promises to everyone. I love it. I love it. Can I ask you, because you just mentioned it about goals and things. do you use smart goals and what's your what is your version of smart goals? Well, to me, smart goals is having a goal that is aligned with what I want to achieve. As an app or something else, I don't know what smart goals are. So you're going to have to enlighten me. Maybe Richie knows and the rest of our audience. Uh, but the tools I use are paper, old fashioned, right? Uh, I use uh, sticky notes sometimes, index cards, Outlook, text messages, WhatsApp. And uh, I do a lot of sales. So we have a CRM system, Microsoft Dynamics. Got it. So SMART goals is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, timely, and oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the T. Tina, relevant. Oh, no. Yes, it's relevant as well. So um, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. Relevant, um, timely. Yeah. Lucky for uh, me, I've just been doing this. So that's why it's so fresh in my mind. Thank you. So that's, that's, that's an acronym for... Real. It's because, you know, my uncle used to say two halfwits make a nitwit. So if we all combine, we all got it. Now we got the power of three here. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I love that. And the bottom line is it takes a team, right? It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a team to go through life. And the illusion that we all have is that we're alone. But we're all connected. The Absolutely. interconnectedness of humans with the planet, with each other. With the air we breathe, the water, we're all part, we all breathe the same air. We learned that in COVID. We're all part of the same water cycle. We're 67% water. So the rain is actually you. Mm -hmm. We're earth. We are made of carbon and we are constantly exchanging molecules, molecule for molecule. Mm -hmm. And what makes us alive is the lightning. It's the energy that comes to life through interconnection and changing bonds. Yeah, so every absolutely. time we have a communication... We are alive, exchanging energy. And we are producing yeah. our lives through energy. And that's what makes us alive. The only thing different between us and the freaking, you know, we look at the earth, we think it's dead, but it's full of magma inside. It's so alive. I say people forget it's alive. It's, it's a living planet. And, you know, I, I didn't, I'll be honest with you, until about two years ago, I didn't believe in it all. Um, and uh, I'm a Reiki practitioner now. Uh, I went on a course. Initially, the army said, hey, you know, we've got a course. You can go and do it for free. Take a week off work. So um, so I went and did it. And and I I went on there with a bit of a closed mind, if I'm honest. And I've learned that everything is physical. In the military, you know, you're physically there. You're putting the hard work in. You're carrying you know, the weapons, the 100 pounds on your back, whatever it is. You know, you are physically in it and you're there. And I didn't have time to think about myself and I didn't have time to reflect upon who I was or what was happening internally. It was all about what I could do externally. So 
I took a course. It was a Reiki course. Um, and um, it, it was the best way I can describe it was, it was like having my eyes opened mm. and the things that happened on the course, an example I'll give, there was a, a lady who had, uh, we, we, we learned distant Reiki. So um, that's where you can be in a separate room or on the other side of the world. And, and you can still do Reiki because we're all connected, we're all interconnected and energies are everywhere. So you can share the energy across. And I was doing this distance Reiki and I started getting this pain in my knee and I had no injuries when it came to that knee you know, everything was fine up until that point. And we went through the, the processes and they were brought back in. The group were brought back in from the other side of the building. And um, and it came to me and they said, you know, is there anything you picked up? And I said, yeah. I said, um, what happened to your knee? And she just went white as a ghost. And she said, I've not told a single soul about this injury because I'm going skiing on a family holiday in two weeks and I don't want to ruin the skiing trip. But the weekend before, she damaged her cartilage in her knee and she was in so much pain that it was unbelievable how people couldn't notice. But she was limping around, doing really well at, at hiding it. But um, but she said, I didn't tell a soul. So there's no way that you could have known. And And that was the moment for me when I realized that I'm not alone in the universe and we are interconnected in some way. And there's there's things that we don't understand as human beings yet, maybe because we're not evolved enough or we're just too busy with our own lives. I mean, this podcast and the we, we have an app coming out as well, uh, which is going to be called Productivity Go. And the whole premise of it is to, to understand how you can be more productive. So let's take the example of work. You can be more productive at work so you can free up the time to spend more time with your family or to go on the holidays or just to go on the walk that you can't ever find time to do or go to the gym is a great example. Um, people go to the gym because it's it's an escape from the real world. And for that hour that you're there, you're there on your own. And Reiki really opened those doors for me. Uh, and now I, I swear by it. I, li I live my life knowing that even there's a person and an example I'll give you is you walk down the street and you're going to go into a building and someone just walks straight past you and they close the door after you. And in that moment, you have two choices. You can either say, well, I'm going to be angry at this person. Or you can say, well, I'm going to be open-minded and maybe they're not having a great day. Maybe they've just got bad news. Something's happened and they're trying to get to that place. So if I ever do come in contact with that person again, then maybe I'll open the door to them and say, hey, you know, do you need a chat? Or, hey, I'll open the door for you. You go, do whatever it is that you need to do. And you put out that positive energy. So, you know, going back to what you said there, Tina, I do honestly, honestly believe in, call me a hippie. Maybe I'm a born again hippie from the 70s, but I, I, I my life has changed so drastically. I want to flip it. For you just so mm. you know so okay i lived in so much of the you know the physical world i'm a freaking physician and all we're talking about is the physical body the physical world mm -hmm. and if any of you have ever gotten herpes right i as a child my father gave us all thank you very much oral herpes of the mouth and the gums right I learned really early on the mind-body connection because if I was stressed out, if I didn't get enough sleep, if I was anxious, 
tests coming up, whatever, my herpes would show up, right? So the the connection between stress and my body was shown to me over and over and over again. And I still didn't completely see deeply that energy connection because I was so in a box of the physical body in exercise as an outlet, which is still using the physical body, right? Now I'm come full circle because the smallest, smallest particle of physicality, we call it a, a proton. When you do experiments on protons, they do not behave as sand. They behave as wavelengths of energy. Okay, so the smallest piece, piece of solid matter actually behaves as energy right mm. now if you want to get even deeper which is kind of funny think about a wave at a baseball game right and human wave right everybody stands up and you see the wave of humans and you realize that every wave which is an energy wave is actually a movement of energy from particle to particle to particle to particle, person, 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 person. When there's an earthquake in Japan and a tsunami in LA, the water from Japan is not the water molecule in LA with the tsunami. It's the energy that got transferred from each particle of water to the next particle of water, right? So the the interconnection of energy and particle is happening all around us all the time. And what what I started, the reason this came to mind with you talking about how and how ironic that you learned about Reiki and energy from the military, which is all about physicality, right? Mm -hmm. So I was on a course, like kind of required course for the hospital where the policemen came in and were teaching us about emergency safety and what to do if someone attacks the hospital, something's happening, how to be safe, you know, who to listen to, the whole nine yards. And I'm listening to this policeman and I, I, I was like floored and excited and ecstatic all at once. He goes, all right, we want you to use all five of your senses if you're in an emergency situation. What do you see? What do you hear? What are you smelling? Are you, you know, do you smell fire? Do you, all of that. He says, and don't forget your intuition. And he gave a story about a physician who was in his office and an irate family member of a patient shows up in the front waiting room and demands to see the physician. And the office manager goes back to the physician's office and says, so-and-so is really angry. They're in the waiting room and they really want to see you. And this guy actually said to his office manager, okay, I'll go up there. But if I don't come back, like call my wife. So he had a sixth sense that something was up with this irate family member. And instead of listening to his intuition and leaving or refusing to see this person who was irate, he went out to confront them thinking he could defuse the situation. He ignored his sixth sense and the guy killed him. He was wow. killed in his own waiting room. Wow. And this policeman was like, he had the intuition. Mm -hmm. He had the sixth sense. He had the energy on his side working for him. And he chose to ignore it. Mm. 
So when we connect into those subtle energies that literally are there, like our, you know, where's your guiding angel sitting on a, your left or your right shoulder? Who's guiding you there? Yeah, you could, it may be woo woo and you may, you know, but it's there. Mm. So we should listen to it because it's going to make you more productive in mm. your day when you listen, right? When you invite in, I, what did you say to you? You said you about exercise and being productive at work, taking time to be you mm -hmm. and bringing you to everything you do is going to also conserve energy mm -hmm. so you can be more productive because you're no longer wasting energy trying to hide pieces of you. Yeah. So, absolutely. He, to, you, you mentioned, Tina, smart goals, right? So the first one's specific. So if you want to do something today, whether that's get up and exercise or have a cup of coffee or roll over and give your mate a hug and a kiss, that is a specific thing, right? So you, to, in order to arrange your, your day, your, your environment, your action steps, your being, you have to start with something you want to do, whatever that is, whether that's personal, health, business, work, heart, whatever that is, right? Um, so, but I think it's all encompassing what you're saying. Well, I invite people, you know, right. I had forgotten how to dream all children had a dream, mm. but as adults, we're not invited to dream. And if you want to produce your best life, dream the life you want. And then mm. Once you have the dream, start setting up the SMART goals to get there. But trust the universe. All you really need to do is dream the outcome and trust that the universe wants to give it to you. And you may not get it. It may not be given to you in the way that you think it's supposed to show up. <laughs> and be open to... However, the freak you're supposed to get your voice out there. I wanted to give a TED talk and here I am on a podcast. I'm still speaking. <laughs> and we're glad you are. Don't rule it out. I'm not ruling anything out. But the point is what I, what I, you know, hey, I laugh. When I was a child, I wanted to be an interior designer and an architect. And I won't bore you with how I got down the road to being a physician. I thought you're, although my friend. Say that again. I said, I thought you're still a child, my friend. Oh, I am totally a child. I don't grow up. I'm Tinkerbell. As, as long as our audience understands that. I am totally Tinkerbell. Always playing, <laughs> always the child. And, and I hope you, everyone else continues to be a child. Because when you, to me, the minute you stop being a child, that's when you grow old. So, um, but I laugh because now I'm trying to put together a blueprint for people to design a healthy life. So I'm being an art, my goal is to help people. I'm, I'm trying to be an architect to give people the plans, the blueprints of how they can design their life to produce their best life. So I'm actually being an architect of health. 
I want to change the healthcare system from being just a bunch of subcontractors, repairmen that come in when you're broken and fix you up with a hammer and a nail and instead gift the system a blueprint for how to live and produce a life of wellness. And yeah, we can use the subcontractors and the repairmen when things go a little bit off, right? They're, we always want that, but let's build a house of that has sturdy foundations and create the life you want to live. So I'm living the dream. It's just, I'm not, I'm building a house of health instead of a house of brick and mortar. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about the universe. I have a theory about the universe. So I ask, believe, receive, and thank. That's how I live. Okay. Wait, can you say that again? I like that when I'm writing it down, I might have to use that as a, as a, Absolutely. Ask, ask, believe, Uh receive, and thank. And I won't take the credit for all of this. Uh, It was a book I read uh, a while back. And I put the thank on the end because I'm a big believer that that's the positive output that you're then going to put back into the universe. Yeah. Um, So I decided to live my life doing that. And if you're going to believe in something, um, I had a conversation with a priest actually a few years back, and we were talking about he was saying about faith and um, I said, it's really interesting and we won't get onto the subject of faith, but I said, you know, the word faith itself is, is really interesting um, because when you have faith in something, there's always a small part of you that, you know, I have faith that I'm going to win the lottery. I have faith that, you know, I'm going to get a pay rise next year. But if you change the the, the context of, of that situation and say, well, actually, I believe 100% believe that that's going to happen, then it leaves no room for doubt. And going back to the SMART goals, uh, you know, as, as we're talking about productivity and increasing your productivity as an individual, we using SMART goals allows you to have an end goal but then create these small steps backwards to where you are today so that then everything's achievable. And I know part of the acronym is you know, achievability, but it, it means that instead of trying to climb this ladder of un- unattainability, you're actually creating these very small steps, which when you accumulate all of them together, that's your goal. And it allows you to move through life, achieving what it is you want to achieve. So I, I believe in, in, in what I believe. And, you know, for me, I wanted to be an architect as well. Super interesting. Um, I didn't know that about you. So, um, yeah, I wanted to be an architect uh, and, a, and a pilot. Interestingly, I wanted to fly jets. Um, I didn't have the maths uh, or the ability to, um, to do it in my head when I was young. So the pilot went out of the window. And I ended up quite similarly to yourself. I'm... After the military, I ended up moving into counseling and psychology, and I was then able to architect these plans for people to move forward in their lives away from their negative past. And it's, so it's super interesting flying. to say that. You, you, you designed the ability for people to fly. Yeah, absolutely. Because they absolutely. are flying and releasing the weight of the past to mm. fly towards mm-hmm. a lighter more productive future absolutely so and, and you, you were the wings you were their wings yeah absolutely and along the way 
I also became a UAV pilot commander. So that's unmanned air vehicle pilot commander as well along the way. So I, I kind of got the pilot in it. Yeah, but um, but absolutely, you know, I, I, maybe they're the engine and I was the wings to allow them to uh, to take off and, and move forward in their life um, away from the negative past. So, I mean, it's super interesting that this is the way the universe works. And yeah. actually, Arthur, you and I, we met through personal training um, and our, we, we got chatting. Uh, and I'll say, you know, it was difficult at the start, uh, the conversation, you know, you were always working super hard in the sessions and, um, and I was sitting there doing nothing. Uh, so, you know, we would have great conversations. And at the end of it, um, you were telling me about a spreadsheet that you use to help you be productive through your life. And that's kind of how you and I connected. Um, I said, hey, there's an app that we should create from this, which we have done now. Um, and I know you and I are sitting on that one at the moment. Um, and it's going to go live within the next four weeks. Uh, productivity go. So, you know, from your perspective, you know, just the way that you came about creating that spreadsheet for me was super interesting. So, I mean, I'd love you to tell the listeners about how you came came for that and, and how you created it. Wow. Okay. Good thing I studied for this question. So uh, <laughs> probably 14 years ago, well, let me start with the top of it. One, one of the key things is uh, figuring out what you want to do, which Tina was saying. So smart, and let's go with the specific. Uh, so I created a perpetual calendar in um, Excel. So, you know, that's the accounting side, mathematical side, right? But what happened was about 14 years ago, uh, I was the victim of identity theft. And some scoundrel in Florida opened four charge cards in my name. Thank God they didn't open a mortgage. So at the time, uh, you could freeze your credit rating for, I think, either 90 days, or if you filed a police report, you could fill it out. You could freeze it for seven years. So, you know, being the accountant I am or was, I was like, well, how am I going to remember to renew this, uh, you know, lock this freeze? And so I said, well, why not use Excel? So there's this great function uh, at now, which will generate a date. And then you format the cell. So I said, OK, seven years from now is such and such or back then. And then I said, well, geez, I, I actually have to like renew my passport or I have to file get TSA pre-check again or inspect the car or all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, I, I think um, it was Einstein who said that you don't really have to remember everything. You just have to remember where you put it or where to find it. Right. So this thing now has something like 160 lines of different things and, you know, repeats and filing different crazy stuff. And and then I adapted it to uh, goals. So if I wanted to have this podcast, we Richie, you and I planned it and we backed into the first launch date, which is, you know, this is the first episode and when we're going to launch the app and all the pieces that went into that. Do we need a script? Do we need a coding, which you did so wonderfully? Do you need a place to have it tested and uploaded to I, iTunes? Uh, so there's all these things. And the more granular you could be, which Richie goes to your baby steps, the more likely you're you're going to achieve something, right? Someone, uh, when I was a kid, my grandmother used to say, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time, right? 
So uh, that's what I would say. And that's what this tool is designed to do to make it easier for you to live your best life. I love it. Yeah, that is very good. Well, I invite our listeners before they come on to our next episode to take some time to sit, to be, to not do, and then see what shows up that what tools do you use right now without listening to the podcast? What tools have you already used that help you produce the successful life that you've had today? Because if you are alive and awake and breathing, you are a success. Thanks guys. It's been a great chat and a great first podcast, but it's all the time we got for today. So I invite our listeners to listen to our next episode. We'll be speaking with an artificial intelligent expert, and he's going to explain how AI can help you become even more productive. Until then, we're going to sign off. And just a reminder that time is our most valuable and limited resource. So we invite you to get proactive, be productive, and ensure that you can produce your very best life. Have a great week.